If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. George Santos joining me in about... 20 minutes. Very much looking forward to that conversation. I hope you will stay tuned for it and tell a friend to tune in as well. I believe this is his first radio interview since being expelled from Congress, and I have a lot of questions for him. I also have a lot of questions for State Senator John Liu and Assemblymember Gina Salidi. These two legislators have introduced a new bill which was supposedly inspired by former Congressman George Santos which would, are you ready for this? Require political candidates to swear under penalty of perjury that what they tell voters about elements of their backgrounds is true. This is one of those bills that sounds great, but would be a mess to enforce. First of all, I know so many politicians that have lied during their campaigns about different aspects of their background and what they've done that uh, depending on who's enforcing this, you could throw all of the state legislature into prison. I mean, if the penalty is under the penalty of perjury, they would be able to go to prison. Who gets to decide what's true and what's not? Look, if you're lying about something so obvious, did you graduate from XYZ college? Okay, we can find out if that's true or not. But there's so many things that people, and Santos did much worse, but there are so many things that people exaggerate about when they're running for office. Who gets to be the decider of fact and gets to decide what's going on and what's accurate? That's not a job I'd want to volunteer for it because it is much more difficult than you think. So I think this is an attempt by Senator Liu and Assemblymember Salidi to get some publicity and sort of capitalize on the publicity that Santos has gotten for his scandals. I don't think this has any chance of passing, and I think that's a good thing. I don't think this would be a positive at all. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 WABC. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. The more we learn about almost everything the MTA does, the more we learn how reckless this agency is and how they should not be given my money through the form of congestion pricing. It's a congestion tax. I don't even want to use the phrase congestion pricing. Through a car tax, a commuting to work tax, because they can't be trusted 
suggested to spend this money prudently. Fascinating article in the New York Post over the weekend. The MTA plans to build its new 2nd Avenue subway stations twice as large as needed. Now, I love a spacious subway station as much as the next guy, but this is going to bloat construction costs. This as this agency, the MTA, is calling on drivers like me to help finance this project through congestion pricing. The planned subway expansion into East Harlem is set to cost strap hangers and taxpayers a billion dollars more than necessary thanks to station redesigns from consultants, which include tens of thousands of square feet of extra space that will be largely sealed from the public's use. This is according to an analysis of state plans and a federal budget review of the project. Now, these findings are raising a whole set of new questions about the MTA's ability to design and manage any major projects as they prepare to impose the $15 daily toll to drive south of 60th Street in Manhattan. New Jersey Democratic Congressman Josh Gottheimer, a longtime vocal critic of the congestion pricing plan, told the New York Post, this is yet another example of the MTA's consistent financial mismanagement and yet another reason why MTA Chairman Janu Lieber is whacking hardworking Jersey commuters to pay for his reckless spending spree. I think he's exactly right there. The only thing I would add to what the congressman says is that it's not just New Jersey commuters that are being whacked. It's Rockland commuters. It's Staten Island commuters. This is crazy. This is crazy. A subway platform that is too big that the public is not even going to be able to use while you're asking me to pay $15 to drive to work? Come on. Beam me up! To be continued. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Two years ago, Jack Cittarelli and Phil Murphy ran against one another for statewide office in New Jersey. Jack Cittarelli barely lost to Phil Murphy as uh, Phil Murphy was seeking a second term for governor. Well, you're not going to believe this. What could very likely happen next year is that the women that those two men were married to at the time may be running against one another for statewide office. I'm not joking. Save New Jersey, which is a sort of a conservative news and commentary website, they are reporting that Melinda Cittarelli, who is the wife of Jack Cittarelli, they announced last year that they were separating. I don't know if they've actually gone through with getting divorced or if they're still technically married, but they're not necessarily married in the traditional sense anymore, but they were up until recently. Melinda Cittarelli, who's a Republican, is seriously weighing and actively exploring 
exploring a run for the Republican Senate nomination. According to Steve Cush, a veteran Republican operative who's also a friend and advisor to Melinda Cittarelli, she's chatted with close friends and two county chairs, and she's planning to make phone calls over the next couple of weeks. This is really interesting. I mean, can you imagine if we have a Cittarelli versus Murphy rematch, but this time it's not the men, but their wives that are going to be hashing it out? This is really wild. Uh, Jack Cittarelli, by the way, is a three-time candidate for governor, and uh, he was obviously the Republican nominee for governor in 2021. He's already announced that he's running again in 2025. So uh, Steve Cush told Save New Jersey that Melinda's decisions are about her and no one else's campaign. Well, I'm sure that's true, but I guarantee you that there was a part of her that saw Tammy Murphy, who, by the way, has spent most of her time as a Republican, and a lot of Democrats and the editorial writer from uh, the Newark Star-Ledger, Tom Moran, are asking her to explain why she was a Republican for most of her life. I guarantee you Melinda Cittarelli saw that Tammy Murphy was running for U.S. Senate. She said, what makes her so qualified to be in the Senate? I could probably do just as well. I don't know anything about Melinda Cittarelli, but this would bring national attention to the general election in New Jersey, which is something we really haven't seen in quite some time in a U.S. Senate race in New Jersey. If you have had Melinda Cittarelli running against Tammy Murphy. Really interesting to think about. We'll see. We'll see if it happens. Maybe this is one of those things that uh, political writers just dream about but never seems to come to fruition. Beam me up! To be continued. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts the other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I'm really looking forward to seeing many of you this Thursday evening in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right across the bridge from my hometown of Staten Island. And if you don't necessarily even care about meeting me, but you want a little extra incentive, let me try and give you one. Now's your chance to win a $100 gift card courtesy of the Woodbridge Jewelry Exchange in Woodbridge, New Jersey. All you have to do is be the seventh caller right now at one 1-800-848-9222, and a gift card is yours. If you're the lucky winner, you can come pick up the gift card and get your holiday shopping done with me at the Woodbridge Jewelry Exchange in Woodbridge, New Jersey, as my grandfather would say. I'll be there with my colleagues Sid Rosenberg and Ernie Anastas on December 14th from 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. Again, be the seventh caller right now at 1-800-848-WABC and a one. $100 gift card is all yours. Good luck. Hey, speaking of the cost of things, it looks like states are finally recognizing that the cost of offshore wind is a lot more than they expected, and they're not going to be able to make this money back. You know, the old saying goes, is the juice worth the squeeze? Well, now, 
states like New York and Massachusetts that were diving headfirst into offshore wind energy. We've already chronicled the disaster that is New Jersey. They are scrambling to save these offshore wind projects, and they appear to be acknowledging that they will need to pay higher prices for the electricity that's generated by offshore turbines than they had expected. There's this huge article in the New York Times yesterday, and in summary, the supply chains, the ships, and the interest rates were all misjudged and the predictions on what those costs would be are wildly off the government officials that approve these projects the energy developers that planned for these projects and sold them to the government they misjudged the difficulty of building huge clean energy projects in the united states which has built very few of them turns out this isn't europe after all do check out this article in the times i'm going to share it on my facebook page right now facebook.com slash morano fan but i really think this is a lesson and look i'm not against wind energy necessarily I just think this is a lesson that we shouldn't dive headfirst into something without doing all of our homework about what kind of electricity is going to be generated, for instance, and what the costs will be. Let this be a lesson to all of us. Beam me up! To be continued.